Lord God, ever-living ever living source of all that is good, you have put us in charge of this planet that we call our home, and you teach us that the standard of your judgment on each person is relative to the talents given. From this worship, may we gain the strength we need to be wise and use all we have for living as your faithful servants and stewards of your many gifts. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Proverbs. When one finds a worthy wife, her value is far beyond pearls. Her husband, entrusting his heart to her, has an unfailing prize. She brings him good and not evil all the days of her life. She obtains wool and flax and works with loving hands. She puts her hands to the distaff and her fingers ply the spindle. She reaches out her hands to the poor and extends her arms to the needy. Charm is deceptive and beauty fleeting. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her a reward for her labors, and let her works praise her at the city gates. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Concerning times and seasons, brothers and sisters, you have no need for anything to be written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief at night. When people are saying peace and security, then sudden disaster comes upon them. Like labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness. For that day to overtake you like a thief, for all of you children of the light and children of the day, we are not of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay alert and sober. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to a ter- third one, to the third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately, the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground 
and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter. Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the one talent from him and gave it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has... More will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Sam Levinson was a writer and comedian and in one of his many interviews, he shared the story of what happened uh, when his wife uh, noticed that their two-year-old son uh, took a tablet, an aspirin tablet, and swallowed it. So she panicked and quickly called her mother, asking what she should do. And her mother, of course, uh, was used to dealing with many crisis situations, so she, she told her, just stay calm, give him a headache. So... <laughs> We can say that the third servant in the story today gave his master a headache. You know, the mother, of course, didn't know what, what kind of impact an adult aspirin would have on a two-year-old kid. The master knew what kind of impact his gifts would have on the servants. He gave each according to his ability, five talents, two talents, and one talent. But, of course, there is, it's, the story is not about talents, of course, or money. Although that, those words are mentioned in the gospel, it's more about what? Faith. That is the greatest gift that God offers us. What do we do with it? The, the, word, single, the single word that can summarize our scripture readings today is entrusted. If you don't remember anything, remember that word, entrusted. God entrusts us with something, tells, sends us on a journey. It, is, it, it belongs to him, yet he is so generous, he shares it with, with us. But he doesn't want us to bury it. That is the easy way, easiest way to, to do to dig a hole and bury it and leave it there unused. 
We know that being a faithful follower of Jesus is risky. Faith is risky. Jesus himself showed it. We know the price he paid for being a faithful man, the Son of God, for the, being the Messiah. So each, each one of us, his followers, must risk a little bit, and sometimes a lot, to be faithful to him. Now, how do we do that? We heard in the book of, uh, from the book of Proverbs in our first reading, and this reading is frequently used at weddings because it ta- talks about a worthy wife. However, the worthy wife in the story, in that passage we heard this morning, is what? God's wisdom. That's what that worthy wife is. So the reading says, when find, one finds worthy wife, when one finds God's wisdom, that person's life changes. That, that person's life and that wisdom is more precious than any pearls. That's what the reading is about. And, of course, that person that knows how to live his or her life. We are entrusted with so much. St. Paul, in the second reading, gives us a great suggestion what, what it means to receive God's gifts and use them in a purposeful way, meaningful way. He said, live as children of the light. Don't let anything steal what you have like a thief steals. You are the children, children of the light, children of the day. Don't live like those that live in the darkness. Be sober, be alert, he said. Remember, look at, look at the world around and see. Don't be like that. Don't, don't sleep. Be alert. Be sober. Know, know what you are called to do. Again, very helpful suggestions because we know sometimes the things around us are not good. And it's so easy to, to cave in. So, now to go back to the gospel reading, we need to, of course, remember the original audience for which this gospel was written. It was written by Matthew, who wrote it around the year 85. Now, it was about 15 years after the temple in Jerusalem was completely destroyed. It was completely destroyed, and people were persecuted. The followers of Jesus were persecuted for their faith. So there was a temptation, and some in his audience were tempted to do what the third servant did. They would have sided with the third servant in the story, saying, I'm going to bury my Christian life. I'm going to keep quiet. I'm not going to tell anyone that I'm a follower of Jesus, so I don't pay the price. Perhaps when it's safe, I will, I will profess my faith publicly or, or practice it. Again, that is so, so dangerous and that it would be so easy to do in our days too, to, to stay quiet. We know that the world is not always friendly to Christian, Judeo-Christian principles. Now, do we say anything? Do we stand up for Christ? If we do, we may lose a few friends. We may lose, uh, or, or lose respect of our neighbors or colleagues at work if we stand up for Christ. So that's why it would be so easy to keep quiet, to bury our faith, our principles. In those days, when somebody gave you money or something very priceless, then acceptable thing to do was to bury it if you wanted to protect it. And if it got stolen... You were not responsible for it. So you see, that's why the third sermon did it. He didn't want to be responsible. But faith, the gift of faith, is, with, with it comes great responsibility. In fact, what did the master say? Good and faithful servant, you used your gifts for, for the, the purpose they were given to you, to enrich not you, just your life, but the life of others. And therefore, those gifts multiplied. Five talents became ten talents. 
You know, in those days, talent was not um, uh, like uh, money or anything. It was a weight measure. Silver or gold were measured by talent. So one talent was as much, uh, one talent of silver was as much as 15 or 20 years worth of wages. Imagine that, 15 or 20 years worth of wages. One servant got five, another servant two, and the third one, one talent. So they invested. They took the risks, the first two, and it paid off. And the master was pleased, so much so that he told them, come enter your master's joy, in a sense, come enter heaven, where you will enjoy even greater responsibilities, eternal life with God. That's what the story is about. And we know that it, it's, it's tough to manage all the things that, that we are called to do to manage. There is a story of a man, who, uh, he was a highly respected uh, corporate manager, and he announced one day to all his employees that there would be a, a new award, kind of tongue-in-cheek, he announced it, a new uh, award, it's called Better Management Award. And he said that the first recipient will, be, uh, will receive this award post posthumously, it will go to Christopher Columbus. He said, because the old Chris upon started, upon, uh, started his journey not knowing where he was going. Upon getting there, he didn't know where he was. And upon returning, he didn't know where he had been. God tells us that, that how to manage our lives. We don't have to be the best managers. However, we need to manage and live, of course, perhaps the word manage is not the best, but to live in a purposeful, meaningful way our, our life journey. So that's why that story is so helpful. And as I said, we need to remember the audience for which it was written. It still applies to all Christians of all ages. It's, it's the easiest to be the third servant. However, we know the right way. The first and the second servant showed us what needs to be done. And at the end, we may wonder, why did, why did Jesus say that even that one talent will be taken from him? Because we know the saying, you, if you don't use it, you lose it. So he took the talent and gave it to the one who had already ten. Why? Because that, that servant knew how to use well the talents God blessed him with. So as we continue this celebration, let us remember the word entrusted. And thus remember that Jesus calls us to be go-getters for God. Use people who use mean in a meaningful way the gift of faith and many other gifts God has blessed us with. So at the end of our lives, the Lord can say to us, well done, good and faithful servant. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org. Dot org.